This is a rough start. Hello. Hi. Welcome back. It's only been a couple months. It's or three. been a couple months in January. For we sure. just hit the holidays. If you're unfamiliar, we are Wine Thoughts. We're still thotting. We ha- we took a, th- a thought break. That's right. Had empty no thoughts for a minute. We had to rejuvenate. But we're back now, and we're here to bring you our thoughts while we drink some wine. Uh, yeah, that's right. And we're coming back with a different type of episode. We thought, you know, New Year, new... Thoughts. Thoughts. And today we are going to be sort of reacting to a movie. That's right. It's called Birdemic. Birdemic. I don't know where this movie came from or why it exists. It crawled out of some circle of hell, I think, personally. The 7th. Maybe like 9, 10? I don't know, but I'm excited. I'm actually pretty excited, too. I don't think I've had enough wine for this, but should I read the plot? Yeah, go for it. I can... Well, you're looking for that preface with, um, this movie got a 1.7 out of 10 on IMBD. IMBD? IBDM? What is it? <laughs> Am I doing it wrong? IMDB? IMDB? Whatever. So let's, uh... Let's dive in. Here's the plot given to us by Google Overview. Birdemic, Shock and Terror, is a 2008 American independent horror film written and directed, produced by James Nguyen. Is that how you say that? It's a whole plot. It's a whole plot reference to Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds and tells the story of a romantic couple whose relationship is interrupted by a sudden attack of killer birds with a very overt green Aesop. That's right. I forgot it was a romantic thriller. What seems interesting is that maybe that's why he, he's saying he didn't text her back, though. What if that's... Because of the birds? He's... It's he just... A bird? They're just getting more creative. <laughs> yeah, this movie looks like the budget was approximately uh, $2. <laughs> and... Let's get into it. I'm excited. So, how's this gonna work? Oh, wait. Well... Before we actually start, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Gotta get one thing out of the way. Who's managing us? Oh my gosh, that's right. Well, I've only seen one manager here today. Paul is here, but he seems busy. Um, Kiana's the only watchful one, so she's deemed. All right, and we'll Kiana take a we'll take a picture of her in her managerial suite. Love it. I love it. So we're gonna um. So we're gonna turn on the movie. So we're gonna watch it, and then we'll be back in thirty. Pray for us. Bye. Alright, welcome back. That was 30 minutes of Birdemic. That I will never get back. How are you feeling? (laughs) In my life. (laughs) Well, do you want to tell them what happened in the first 30 minutes? I do. I can introduce. So, we open up on our main character, Rod who works in sales and goes to lunch and meets a beautiful woman named Natalie, who he then tries to pursue. 
Um, oh, and he gets a job. He works. He's a software salesman. And uh, he closes a huge deal of a million dollars. And Natalie lands a big gig as a fashion model. And so far, it's just 30 minutes of love. Back and forth. Yeah, that that is basically what happened. Not a lot going on. A lot of filler shots. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm gonna maybe we could go back and forth but yeah like yeah. our top five takeaways of this yeah so we start I got very twilight vibes from it from the opening so many trees so many trees the first 30 minutes of the movie is him basically driving through Oregon which is actually San Jose that's what was funny I was gonna say the first 30 minutes was just the um, opening credits actually that too made with four different reminders of who the director <laughs> is by the way that's right um created most likely in windows movie maker i was gonna say powerpoint or <laughs> probably so the big vibe that i got from this movie was it felt like i was watching a vlogger like a youtube mm-hmm. day in my life vlogger mm-hmm. but where everything's going so well for them and like i could just picture him like opening a door running back out grabbing his camera bringing it in <laughs> like showing him in the most dimly lit office with the oldest headset i've ever seen saying yes thank you for your business woohoo i just closed a one million dollar sale with zero personality yes i mean this man i don't know who wrote the script but like i used to make movies back in my youth I do. I remember. Yes. And I feel like I wrote better scripts or at least on that level. But I was eight. Birdemic could never. And James (laughs) Nguyen could never. I'm just, I can, I'm just, this is very inspiring. I feel like we could go places. I also felt like I was watching um, a bad HR training video. Mm -hmm. That's what it felt like. From the 90s. But, like, they still use them. That's they what do. I felt like was happening. There were, like, 10-second pauses between every line. Yeah. And then- people are only mic'd about 20% of the time, and the rest is just, like, cars. I know. I wish I could translate the sound quality over. You just have to watch it. You just have to be there. Also, um, this man's Riz is nowhere to be found. <laughs> he literally yeah. has the charisma of a toothpick. But I feel like he's the only man in this town, so Natalie really doesn't There are have two a men choice. in this town. There are two. And there are two women, luckily. <laughs> That's right. I forgot to mention this man has a best friend who actually has a personality. <laughs> it's <laughs> just personalities of stretch. It's a little strong. It's a little bold. He's like humping everything for some reason. He has to start somewhere. <laughs> I enjoy watching him more than the main character. I will say, what's his uh, name? I didn't jot it down. I already forgot. Did we even find out? I don't his even name? know if we know his name. Okay. Well, um, the main takeaways I feel from this is that Rod has never walked before, <laughs> spoken to a person before, or encountered a basketball in his life. <laughs> Yeah, my key takeaways were um, that the first half of the movie was Rod driving. The other half of the movie was him watching the news. And the other half of the movie was him installing a solar panel. 
<laughs> which I know the math isn't mathing, but it all felt so long. It did. And that was just the first 30 minutes of the movie. So we're going to we're going to jump back into the movie. Um I feel like we're jumping into the map and then coming back out. I'm the map. It's so fun. Anyway, so let's watch the next 30 minutes and we'll come back with our new takeaways. I don't know if I want to. I'm ill. <laughs> We're back. Oh, kind of. I need to settle down. Hold on. And we're back. I think my soul left my body. So, um, to recap, the next portion of the movie, mm-hmm. we kind of see Rod and Natalie take their relationship to the next level. Things are going really well. He Steamy. meets her mom. She loves retirement, by the way. What does she love? The retirement, retirement. I believe, is what she said. Mm. And then, uh, you know, things get a little spicy. (laughs) They go to hotel. They do the do. Yeah, yeah. Because. And you know what happens in a horror movie when they do the do? Nothing good, I assume. No. It's like peak. The eagles are here. (laughs) (laughs) They do have an encounter with a bird. Yeah. Or several birds mm-hmm. outside the window that try to get into the hotel room. They board up for the night by putting a mattress against the window, sort of, but not really. It kind of worked. It worked. And then they stay there for the night. They go to leave. They can't find their car keys. His phone's dead. His phone is weirdly dead. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the birds have to do with the phones. <laughs> the birds are dropping bombs. Oh, yeah. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. So they're all scared. They're going to try to find someone. They find this other couple played by Budget John Krasinski and then this other woman. I don't remember their names. Becky. Becky. The disrespect. So John and Becky, Mm -hmm. they actually have a van. So they go with John and Becky and they start (laughs) trying to drive somewhere. And they stumble upon a family that's been attacked. Unfortunately, the mother and the father are deceased. So dark very dark and then they find out that they have kids that are still alive so they take the kids and now we're all big one happy family kid has his psp <laughs> this Bieber. movie was made in 2008 and we the kids are hungry they stop at a convenience store everyone's dead everyone is dead luckily there's still a 24 pack of water convenient very that is definition convenience store Becky is gone for a second, I guess. And then we all go back. We have machine guns. We're not sure where those come from. But everyone's prepared for this, apparently. Mark. And now they've driven to the beach. They're eating the sandwiches they got from the convenience store. Mm-hmm. And they meet Dr. John. Because <laughs> <laughs> his name is actually Dr. John. Not John Krasinski. Not to be mistaken with. And yeah. he tells them that these birds are infected the bird flu which causes them to eat people's eyeballs out <laughs> so that that's was, where we are yeah that was beautifully recapped what mm-hmm. are some of your takeaways my takeaways we got it all wrong this is not a i mean this is a romantic thriller one might think 
but this is actually an environmental documentary. It is. Because, I mean, we are an hour into this movie, and I've been hearing about solar panels and electric vehicles for 54 of those minutes. Um, It's just now getting spicy with the birds. This sounds made up, too, that his Mustang is a plug-in hybrid. But it gets 100 MPGs. I've never heard of a, of a plug-in hybrid Mustang. In 2008. In 2008. Also, I loved when they were driving down the road and John Krasinski pointed out the dead people like he was pointing out a oh, Wendy's yeah. to stop for for lunch. Yeah, he was like, by the way, there are dead people on the side of the road. I think that's what started it all. John pointed them out, they got there, and then John was like, give me the gun! And then the gun ended up being a machine gun. Military like, grade. <laughs> like, whoa. Let's um proceed with the final segment of the movie and see where Dr. John takes us. I am very Don John for that. Let's do it. Gulp. Gulp. What's gonna happen to the birds? <laughs> Follow the trail. I'm tired. Why did the last segment feel like three times as long as the others? It was just five o'clock and now it's ten. So I don't that was I thought I was speaking into the wrong end of the ball, but we're good. (laughs) My brain is fried. Absolutely. But I have a little recap, and by little I mean hang on and follow along. Buckle up. Buckle up, Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we left off with uh, talking to Dr. John at the beach, the uh, birdomologist. <laughs> okay, so Dr. John leaves because he loves the birds and because humans are the... <laughs> Bro, humans are the real place. Humans are the blame. Um, there's a scene of Becky going to the bathroom in a field. Then there's a. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Then there's a very bold political statement from John Krasinski about the war in Iraq. Um, then all of a sudden, Becky's dead. Oops. Um, John cries over Becky. There's an iconic scene of an Asian man screaming help from a tour bus while the birds are attacking. Um, birds explode with bird flu, killing extras and John Krasinski. Also, oops, but he gets to see. I know, but he's back with Becky, so it's all good. Mm-hmm. Rod walks into a Photoshop convenience store to call the police, but the phones are dead. The kids get candy again, and Rod gets gas for $100 because there's a gas shortage because of the birds. Birds drop bombs. That was... Or are the bombs that wasn't clear are birds the bomb or are they dropping bombs no one told us was not clear um there is a cowboy on the side of the road that wants to get gas from natalie and rod he pulls a gun on them unexpectedly and uh steals the gas but then the birds kill the cowboy dead 
Uh, Rod and Natalie drive away to a creek for fresh water with the kids. A man, who is most likely James Nguyen, comes out of a tree, talks to us about global warming for 20 minutes, and then the forest is on fire. Did you mention the wig? He was wearing a wig. The worst wig I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He had a ponytail. A long one. Really long one. Yes. They cough because of the forest fire and they drive away. They find their best friend dead on the side of the road. My. My. Mona Lisa Moon. Mm-hmm. Applaud. Applaud. Um, Rod and Natalie also run out of gas and then the kids are hungry again. Shocker. Brief interruption for screaming neighbors. Thank you. Uh, Rod finds a fishing rod in the car and decides to cook some fish. Rod catches a fish. Natalie gets some seaweed. Rod finds a stove. Kids don't want the yucky fish. They want a happy meal. Your parents are dead. Like, let's have some You just had like 12 pounds of candy. That too. The birds are back. Rod is out of bullets. The birds leave. Emotional music. Ending credits. I love how they don't explain why the birds just leave. Yeah. We also came to a really amazing realization the only birds that they ever interact with are eagles mm-hmm. commonly known as the symbol for america yes. america is attacking yes. itself this whole movie is such a political statement so powerful so powerful no so war no global warming <laughs> And the, the eagles machine that guns. sound like seagulls. Actually, no one has ever heard war. an eagle before. No, what does an eagle sound like? Not like a seagull. I it sounded like they had one generic bird sound on a keyboard, and they, they had were like we're one generic use that. eagle. <laughs> All of the cats were like, "What is that noise?" And I'm pretty sure my neighbor's <laughs> dog started barking. I heard that too. I didn't want to say it, but. I also liked how um, the music, like the soundtrack for this movie, I think that's where all of this budget went. Yeah. Kind of hit. They had like national anthem vibes. Vibes. And then there was like a cool dance break and like. I'm sure. I think the opening music from Beethoven. Have you seen Beethoven? The one with the dogs? They used that movie from all John Hughes movies. I love those movies. Yeah, those movies are so good. We should watch that movie next. We should. That's wholesome. And Beethoven. Mm. Good times. This was not Beethoven. This Um, was Birdemic. Birdemic. (laughs) Your NPC journey into a potential dystopia. I love that. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Next time, we'll be making a movie. So stay tuned. (laughs) Should we watch Birdemic 2? There are four have all night the night is young <laughs> I, I need i need to, to i need to defrost I need, to, I need some therapy before then i think um so we definitely recommend that you watch this movie watch this movie um not sober i don't think that's a good idea um and be prepared to think about global warming and the future of this was 2008, so we're <laughs> we're in it to win it at this we're point, hard. or to lose it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, 
let us know what you thought of this review um style yeah more to come potentially we're on to chainsaw massacre next so let us know if you want (laughs) to let us know of movies that that you would like to be if you have recommendations of the worst movie that you've ever seen and you can follow us on wine thoots that's thoots with two o's on the gram or email email us us at winethoughtspodcast at gmail.com exactly so see you next week and stay thoughty stay thoughty bye